Today is Monday, June 26th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. The big news of the weekend was, of course, the casual flash coup attempt against Russian President Vladimir Putin by his very own former friend and head of the Wagner Group mercenary army, Yevgeny Prigozhin. Prigozhin rose from being a petty criminal who served nine years in prison to owning a hot dog stand that he parlayed into a massive catering business that was contracted by the Kremlin, earning him the nickname Putin's Chef. Putin's Chef then went on to start a bot farm, naturally which the United States DOJ sanctioned for interference in the 2016 election, before becoming commander of the paramilitary army, the Wagner Group, which helped fight alongside the Russian military in Ukraine. That is, until Prigozhin started publicly criticizing Putin and the war effort, while also cultivating loyalty to himself rather than to the Kremlin. Then on Saturday, Wagner Group forces marched 120 miles towards Moscow at the direction of Prigozhin, with the apparent intent to overthrow Putin. However, by the end of the day, he abruptly agreed to pull back the army and said that he would retreat to Belarus, effectively in exile. The truce was reportedly brokered by Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko, ostensibly to avoid bloodshed. As it stands now, officials in the US and Europe say that they are unsure of what the effect will be on the Russian invasion in Ukraine, and for Prigozhin's personal future, if any though there is broad consensus that the near coup has revealed Putin's political and military weaknesses. Did we really need a failed coup to tell us that, when there are so many photos of Putin shirtless? A new analysis by the Department of Veteran Affairs, about the Department of Veteran Affairs, found that the agency was more likely to deny disability benefits to black veterans than to their white counterparts, based on data from 2017 to 2023. According to their analysis, black veterans apply for disability benefits at a higher rate than their white counterparts, at 43% and 31.7% respectively. Though last year, only 84.8% of black veterans who applied for benefits were granted assistance, compared with 89.4% of white veterans. Alongside the new report, the VA announced a new initiative known as the Agency Equity Team that will be tasked with improving access and care for historically underserved veterans, as well as identify and eliminate inequities that affect veterans from other marginalized and protected groups. Let's hope it's just the name agency equity team that sounds like total bullshit and not their entire existence. To hopefully close the loop on the Titanic submersible tragedy, the U.S. Coast Guard announced that they're leading an investigation into the implosion of Ocean Gate's vessel with the goal of arriving at enhanced safety recommendations that would prevent a similar occurrence. The inquiry is known as a Marine Board of Investigation and is the highest level of investigation that the Coast Guard conducts. And it can also make recommendations to proper authorities to pursue potential civil or criminal sanctions if necessary. Although necessariness is clearly the last thing considered in this whole endeavor. On Friday morning, the far-right House Freedom Caucus reportedly held a closed-door meeting during which they reportedly discussed potentially ousting Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene from the caucus. This meeting came in the wake of a clash between Marge and Representative Lauren Boebert, 
where Marge called Boebert a, quote, nasty little bitch after they got into a legislative conflict over the contents of new articles of impeachment for President Biden last week. According to reporting in Politico, three sources say that the Freedom Caucus is interested in booting members who do not meet the group's standards, and they are apparently not so obsessed with Marjorie's alignment with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who they feel is insufficiently hardline. Think of it like a very official, you can't sit with us. For our final story today, the I-95 highway near Philadelphia is back in full operation, just 12 days after the deadly truck fire that shut down travel on one of the country's most important commerce routes. The speed of the repair can be credited to an emergency declaration signed by Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro, and a newly reconstructed six-lane bridge reopened on Friday, though a full rebuild of the original lanes will take a few more months. Great. If there is one thing we can reach across the aisle on, it's that we all hate traffic. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.